What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Athletes Lounge today. And today, I have another another special guest with me, my guy, Joseph. Go ahead and say what's up to the people, man. What's happening, everybody? This is Joseph Waters. He plays on the baseball team here and just brought him in here. Just wanted to hear his story as well. And just just pretty dope dude. Um, so before we get into it, though, I got a little just rapid fire questions just okay. for you. Okay. So just the first thing that comes to your mind, we'll just, we'll just get to it, okay? Mm. All right. So your favorite baseball team? Yankees. Okay. Favorite baseball player? Aaron Judge. Okay. And if you didn't play baseball, what sport would you play? Basketball. Okay. And then your favorite food to eat? Mm, steak. Steak. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're a Yankees fan? Mm-hmm. I'm a Red Sox fan. Oh, I ain't gonna this is going to be tough. Yeah, I don't know. This this might be a different I'll podcast. see myself out. <laughs> hey, this is quick, bro. But hey, just get to know bro a little bit more. Um, So yeah, we'll just get straight to it. Mm. So the first question is just like, let's bring back to the childhood and like younger age. Like, how did you start playing baseball? Like, what did that look like for you? Like, how did you, you know, the process to where you're at now, like, what did that look like for you? Right. So with my family, they were baseball fans, especially my dad. He grew up in upstate New York, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where the Yankees thing comes from. Yeah. But, I mean, ever since a young age, they've had a bat in my hand. You know, even since before I could walk, it'd be like a pillow of a bat, you know, yeah. or like they'd have a baseball in my, in my crib or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just since my little days, I mean, just playing, you know, I've just had a good time. They've kind of really just been there for me like yeah. pushing me to play sports and I mean I've just really enjoyed the whole experience with them I guess right so you played it all your life basically essentially my entire life yeah, yeah I mean that's always been my number one mm-hmm. I mean obviously there's been other sports when I was young like mm-hmm. that's how it is for most kids when they're young you know playing everything and trying everything like. out but yeah, it's yeah. always been baseball okay right so playing baseball at a young age and then so let's just chance into like middle school and like high school right so like what that look like for you like how did you first start to know like okay like I'm good at this baseball thing. I could go pretty far. Like, when did you know that? Right. I'd probably say, I mean, this isn't even middle school. This is probably around when I, it was only my ninth birthday, actually. I hit my first home run. Whoa. All-star game, right? Nine. Nine years old, first home run. And that just, like, from then, I just took off, man. That Legit. was just Yeah, so that that following season, I had, like, 20-plus home runs. Then again, we're playing on 200-foot fences. Yeah. So it's not much, but okay. I mean. Just since, like, that first home run, feeling that, like, I still remember rounding the bases. I was rounding first base, and I completely missed it, had to go back and touch it again. So, I mean, just since then, I always kind of knew that baseball was something I wanted to pursue. And then getting into middle school Mm -hmm. is kind of, I guess, when it gets a little more serious, I guess you say. Travel baseball kind of picks up. Yeah. And that's a big part of the recruitment process is, Mm -hmm. like, travel baseball. And that's really kind of where it first starts. And then moving on to high school, freshman year, I got – moved up to varsity I would say three weeks two or three weeks into the season started this JV and then I got pulled up yeah and uh I mean I got to start right away uh I didn't hit very well but I mean I played great defense and I mean I helped out the team and Mm -hmm. I mean just doing that was a blast man getting to play with the older guys I mean I've always wanted to do stuff like that Mm -hmm. and that was a blessing in itself getting to learn from them yeah I mean a homer at nine that's that's <laughs> kind of crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like I couldn't even do that. I know some of my friends that play for a long time can do that. So a homer at nine. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense then, right? So in high school, right with the freshmen playing with the uh, older guys. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's fast forward like towards the end of your high school career, mm-hmm. like, and you're obviously you're starting to get really good. Like, how'd that recruitment process for you in terms of like looking at college ball and like how did mm-hmm. Liberty find you? Like, how'd that look like? So. My recruitment process was actually a little different than I'd say for most people. Uh So I dealt with two specific injuries in high school Uh that kept me off the field for two consecutive years. Mm. And so I got to play my freshman year. That was great. Got hurt my sophomore year, came back a little early, got hurt again my junior year. So I missed out on all that. Yeah. And then my senior year, which obviously is a big year, 
just like for enjoying baseball. And the tough thing with that is a lot of times senior year for baseball, there's not really much recruiting happening. Okay. So I'll uh, go back uh, towards my freshman year. I'm at a place called Lake Point. It's in uh, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And it's a big place for recruiting. And there's like 16 fields. It's a huge tournament. Okay. And I'm just up at bat, hit one off the wall. And it just so happened that one of the coaches here at Liberty was there watching like yeah. he literally was walking by turned over he said and he saw me hit one off the wall and then he started watching me a couple times uh-huh. called me after the game i mean we just started talking and then that's really how it happened just sheer dang. luck dang man yeah. so i mean that's tough though like two injuries back to back like like tell me like did you like your mental state like do you ever just feel like man like i don't know if i'm gonna go to the next level especially mm-hmm. with those two injuries like how did how was that like oh man it was a grind it really was because mm-hmm. you just the unknown of it, you know, when you see your friends come in in places and, like, mm-hmm. all your boys are, like, excited for this next journey and you're just sitting there, like, I mean, I don't know. Right. Because you know? I wanted – I mean, I'd always been told, like, I had an opportunity to play at the next level and, like, I should be playing at the next level. But uh-huh. I'm sitting here, like, is that really going to happen? Right. You know, like, I'm hurt. I'm sitting here. I can't play baseball. Like, nobody's going to be able to see me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just trying to stay positive. I mean, my family had a, played a huge role in that. Yeah. I mean, they were just telling me, like, keep your head up. Like, mm-hmm. God's got a plan for you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I really just – that's where I really started, like, getting into my faith, too. Yeah. There was periods, you know. I mean, it wasn't good. Like, there's obviously dark times. But yeah. falling back on the faith and family, man, that really pushed me through. Yeah. That's that's what's up, man. That's good to hear. So I just – I know that's, like, rough. So mm-hmm. just having, like, a good support system back there is mm-hmm. just – this is really good. So you get recruited, they talk to, and you go to Liberty, right? Mm. And I believe you you redshirted, right? Mm-hmm. So how was that like? Like, I mean, you're just coming off of an injury, and like you're seeing guys yeah. doing well. Then you then you redshirt, mm. you got to sit out. You know, you're still training. You're seeing mm. the guys doing like. Take me through that as well. Like, how did that? How did that look like for you? So this is another, I'd say, not your stereotypical journey. Yeah. Um, freshman year, came here. Practices weren't great. I mean, I wasn't very confident, obviously, okay. coming off the injuries in high school. Yeah. And coming here, I didn't have many games, I'd say, under my belt. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great. And then I st- uh, slowly started picking it up, and then I just mm-hmm. skyrocketed, basically. Like, scrimmages. I mean, I was getting on base all the time, hitting ba- balls, like, yeah. consistently, not striking out. And mm-hmm. finally, towards, let's say, four weeks after those fall scrimmages, I mean, coach came up to me and said, like, hey, like, you have a chance. Like, I want you to play on this team, like, this year. And I was like, okay, like, what yeah. do I need to do to do that? And he's like, all right, we're going to switch you to the outfield. I'm usually an infielder. Okay. Because I was hitting, he wanted me in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Literally that same week, another injury came up. Wow. Yep. So I got another injury in my back. Unfortunately, that took me out my entire freshman year. And then mm-hmm. it unfortunately lingered into my sophomore year. So wow. I literally missed two seasons of baseball due to that but i mean the good news is is i mean i feel great now yeah I mean, way much better. two years of sitting you know what i Dang, mean so I've, I've definitely healed but i mean that was worse than high school i'll tell you that dude so i mean injury after injury and then you come here mm. and then get injured again mm. like having a red shirt like dude mm. like obviously you had a support system but like coming here like I know the guys just had to, like, on you know, the team just had mm-hmm. to, like, have your back and stuff like that. So just talk mm-hmm. about, like, the culture around Liberty Baseball. Like, mm-hmm. what's it like and, like, like how you feel so connected with them? Like, how you guys are just so comfortable with each other? Mm-hmm. So I'd say, uh, say when I first got here, mm-hmm. we, like, obviously knew, like, there is a, let's just say, like, there's a real culture here. Yeah. Like, there's really people that cared about us and, uh-huh. like, put in to whatever, like, getting us better. Right. And, uh... I'd say that that we've carried that on. Like, as my class has gotten older, mm-hmm. I told you, like, we're one of the older people 
like we're kind of running the show now. You know what I mean? Like right. we're the ones that are setting the culture with uh-huh. all the transfers, all the new people coming in. Mm-hmm. And basically, like we like to pride ourselves on pouring into other people. Mm-hmm. Like one of our big things is serving each other. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think we've really done a great job at that, especially with just like all the new things that are happening. You know, it's yeah. tough to meet so many new people and then just connect the way we have. Yeah. This this group, especially I'd say this year, has a chance of doing something really cool just because mm-hmm. of how tight we are. Like yeah. there's nobody that's going to be exclusive necessarily. Like, you know, you can have those like almost clicks on a yeah, team. You know, you exactly. think you're better than this person. Like at the end yep. of the day, we're all competing for a spot. Right. But we're all pushing each other and like cheering for each other. Yeah. Dang, that's good, bro. Because I like how you said like there's like a bunch of clicks. I feel like. That's something that a lot of people try to ignore. Mm. Not even just like on teams, but just life in general, right? Just having mm. that exclusivity. So like for you guys to be able to just be together as one, mm-hmm. like that's solid, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're here and stuff like that. And then obviously you, you went through all of that. Like so a question I have is just like like how what's like the most difficult part of being an athlete? Like obviously like you're a student athlete, but just like talking about that, like what's so hard? Like what are the struggles that you think you see? Mm-hmm. I'll start off with an easy one. I'd probably just say time management. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's always a big part of staying on top of your responsibilities. I mean, if you're not going to be able to get your schoolwork done, if you're not going to go to bed at the right time, if you're not going to eat what you need to, right. you're not going to perform with, like how you are expected. You know, there's a certain bar that they set, and if you don't reach that, mm-hmm. then you're not going to play. So, I mean, staying on top of your responsibilities is a huge one. But moving into, I'd say, a more serious one, mm-hmm. what people don't talk about enough is obviously the mental side of the game. Right. I yeah. mean, with all the mental health things that are happening right now, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that if you're an athlete, you've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Like, you've witnessed somebody, it could be your friend. Like, there's tough times in sports. But mm-hmm. I would say there's an issue in the way we try to have a solution for that. Okay. Because a lot of times you're going to talk to your coaches, you're going to talk to, let's just say, like, your peers. You know, they're mm-hmm. saying, like, change those negative thoughts and put in positive thoughts. Like they say, it's that simple, right? Right. Like change that negative to a positive. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, that'll give you some satisfaction, right? Like if you're more confident, you're going to play better. But Mm -hmm. like at the end of the day, it's going to run out. Yeah, it's still going to come back. The positive thoughts can only take you so far. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that we have it backwards because we need to change that positivity, which is a great thing, but change those positive thoughts and we need to combine it with godly thoughts. Mm. You know, the, the way the scripture backs up Mm-hmm. people and shows like the true love that God has for us is all the confidence that we need. Like, right. yeah, we need to think positive thoughts and we need to be competitive as athletes, but you also need to know that God loves us. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all you need. Wow. That's, that's good. That's good. That's something I could take for myself for mm-hmm. real. Like that's real good. Right. So obviously you said like turning it into godly, like, mm-hmm. so how important like does your faith play in baseball? Like, you know, how has that helped the two and two like grow and connect? Like let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. So I'll start off, uh, those injuries, those first two years, really tough, right? Yeah. And freshman year, I mean, it was a dark time, but I got through it because I had people. Mm-hmm. It's when that second year really kicked in of getting injured again that I just couldn't handle it. It yeah, kind of broke me as a person. Yeah. And so September 21st of last year, mm-hmm. I'm literally laying on my floor in my room because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm broken, man. Right. And I'm just laying there thinking, like, what am I going to do? Why am I here? Why did God make me? come here send me here to do what because mm-hmm. i'm not doing anything i'm hurt right and he just helped show me what i needed to see romans 8 30, 31 mm-hmm. god's for me who can be against me and right. at that moment when i read that and it, like he actually like i believe that he should he led me to read that yeah i just said take it 
I told him take everything because I mean, I couldn't do it myself. Right. I was trying to do it by myself. We mm -hmm. can't do that. You know what I mean? So I just said take it. Whatever yeah. you want to do, have it your will. Dang. So that's I mean that's good. Like just I think the ability to be able to just lean on God in that situation, mm -hmm. right? Because I just feel like for us as humans, like when something goes wrong, like we just naturally just want to try to figure out the solution for ourselves. And like, do you feel like after a certain period of time, like after you just literally tried it on your own, you were just like, I just, I just can't. Mm -hmm. Like that's how it was for you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's crazy, man. But hey, that's a good that's a good spell for us. That's a good story, right? Mm -hmm. So lastly, just we'll wrap it up real quick. Just uh, like a last piece of advice that you could give, not only just to baseball players, but just to like regular people out there like that you could give them something mm -hmm. that maybe stuck with you mm -hmm. that helped you get to where you are at right now obviously right playing d1 ball healthy and mm -hmm. things like that like what would you say to the people out there that be listening right now i would say take advantage of what you have yeah you know like it's only well, you're only doing things for so long you know mm -hmm. we've got a short life here on earth mm -hmm. i mean we're only a dot in the time span that what earth's been i mean created i mean it's been here for what thousands of years and we live what an average of 70 to 80 years I right mean, we're just a little blip in the time mm -hmm. so i would just say enjoy the moment i mean i'll go on the field now and mm -hmm. i do something uh i try to do it almost every day i just look around the stadium man yeah like it's just beautiful and i just take it in and i enjoy it mm -hmm. and um just by doing something as simple as that i just find a lot of joy and then i'd also just i want to ask you a question mm -hmm. do you believe in spiritual warfare yeah of course okay. so yeah, yeah. in my time as an athlete mm -hmm. and you know just having those relationships in sports i'd say that where spiritual warfare comes from is our heads you know, like that's mm. the biggest place that spiritual warfare is taking place okay so we're like thought that these negative thoughts just come from us right like we're just saying like yeah. we're not confident all those things like yeah. no it's not i don't believe that that's the way it is i right. think that there is an evil inside of our heads trying to reach our thoughts our spirits and telling us that we're not good enough right and so, like, my advice would be is realize that. Mm -hmm. Notice the fact that those negative thoughts aren't being produced by just you. Mm -hmm. Like, there is, a, there is truly an evil that is trying to get into your head and change the way you think. Yeah. And when we realize that, and we realize that God plays such a bigger role than all of those things, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, there's, whatever happens, you know, we just got to trust in God. And, yeah. I mean, the rest there, you'll be fine. Yeah, Wow. Wow, that's amazing, bro. Like, I think that just, that really just changed my perspective of just, like, because I definitely believe, like, sometimes, like, yeah, I'll be like, man, I'm just not, I'm just not confident. I'm just mm. not telling myself that I can do this or I'm, I'm able to perform this way, right? Mm. But just having that reminder that, like, there's still an evil spirit that we live in. Like, mm. there's still an evil world that we live in. It's still dark and Satan is still at work. Mm -hmm. So being able to know that and being able to know that, like, God is still right there with us, it's amazing, bro. So. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, I appreciate you coming on here, bro, giving such great words, such a great story, man. And I appreciate everybody for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks, y'all.